From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB with the National WIA News for week commencing December 13. And for the second week in a row, video footage of the weekly WIA News presented by Brian VK3HXR and Robert VK3DN last week is available for download. The news broadcast was simultaneously audio recorded and videoed at the home of Jack VK3 Whiskey Whiskey Whiskey. And also, we would like to thank Brian and Robert for compiling the past two weeks' newscasts and to Tony VK7AX and members of the Northwest Tasmanian ATV group the previous week, whilst yours truly VK4BB has had a few weeks' vacation. VK8 have a new QSL manager, Craig Edwards, VK8 PDX, and VK8 PDX's details are now updated on the WIA website. Over the last year or so, the WIA has been taking a close look at the role of amateur radio in emergency communications and, in particular, how the WIA can support both individual radio amateurs and Weissen groups who provide communication support to community and emergency services. At the WIA's last annual general meeting, it was announced that the WIA had requested its RTO, Train Safe Australia, to identify suitable nationally recognised competencies for radio amateurs providing emergency communications. We believe a training package would offer a number of important benefits to radio amateurs who wish to provide emergency communications. Firstly, it would provide a starting point for persons wishing to get involved in emergency service operations. Secondly, Competencies are increasingly being required by emergency service organisations for admission to their communication sites. In the future, radio amateurs may even be prevented from donating their skills and expertise during an emergency because they don't have the required competencies. Our RTO TrainSafe Australia has developed a training package with two levels of competency. Level 1 is Certificate 2 in Public Safety, consisting of six core units plus one elective, and is open to all radio amateurs and other emergency service personnel. Level 2 is a Certificate 3 in Public Safety, consisting of 12 units and open to all standard and advanced level radio amateurs. In addition to the training package, the WIA will offer WIA accreditation for emergency communications operators who meet some extra criteria, such as age, health, hearing, mobility and WIA membership. We are very keen to introduce this training package as quickly as possible and to that end our RTO will shortly be conducting a trial training event to refine the program. A Train the Trainers weekend will also be conducted early in 2010. Now you may also remember that in July 2009 issue of Amateur Radio we discussed the WIA's role in relation to Wyson and we called for submissions. We've received a very small number of submissions, but those we have received have been very helpful and much appreciated. This is very much a work in progress for the WIA, but it has raised many issues. So, work on emergency communications continues apace. First, you will see the WIA's new emergency communications training package. And then throughout next year, you will see the WIA continuing to develop its role in supporting the various Wyson groups. For more detailed information about the new WIA training package and also the discussion about the WIA's role in relation to Wyson, visit our website 
at www.wia.org.au. This is Phil Waite, VK2DKN for the WIA. This snippet, picked up on the Southgate Amateur Radio Club's news page, was posted by the Amateur Radio Victoria and says that the ICOM IC706 Mark IIG transceiver will definitely cease production. Despite deniers in the USA, it has been confirmed that Wednesday, the 9th of December, was the last day that the ICOM plant in Japan produced the transceiver. ICOM Australia said it has checked with Japan and has been reassured that the earlier advice received that the popular transmitter had been discontinued is correct. All WIA members should have received their copies of the December-January edition of AR. There on page 39 are the abridged results for the first three place-getters for the 2009 Remembrance Day contest. As is with all magazines, there is a lead time. And after the documents were sent to the uh, publishers, a couple of errors arose in the final scoring, owing to a data entry input error by me, of course. Fortunately, only a couple of stations were affected. This resulted in VK5, Hotel Zulu, being relegated from first to second place in the VHF multi-op phone section. Then in the VHF single-op phone section, VK6 Kilo Hotel Zulu was relegated to fourth place down from third. I do apologise to all those concerned and I have rewritten the software that caused these errors. Replacement certificates have been sent out to those affected. Full listings are available on the WIA website. Until next we meet, this is Peter, VK4 Oscar Delta. Now, just before we go to Canberra and VK1WX with hams across Australia, this is a reminder that news doesn't sleep and that this WIA national news will continue to be produced each and every week over the festive season. Now, summary broadcasters may take time off, so if the news does not appear on your favourite spot on the dial, have a scan around or pick up the MP3 audio from wia.org.au, but the news will continue right through the Christmas New Year period. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania, and on HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. I'm Tom, VK7TL. Hams across Australia. I'm Alan, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray of the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club. VK1 repeaters. The VHF IRLP and the UHF repeater have been removed from Mount Majura. The committee earlier in the year made the decision that the lease would not be renewed when it came up for renewal. It is the club's intention to reinstall the repeaters on Isaacs Ridge in central Canberra. ACT Wyson The Wyson team has been very busy over the last couple of months providing safety communications for horse endurance ride, Fitz's bicycle challenge and two motor rally events. The next event will be the Carriage Driving Championships. Equestrian Australia will be conducting an international event at Whitwood. Equestrian Australia, the peak equestrian body governing equestrian pursuits in Australia. 
Weissner has been asked to fill the vital role of safety communications and timings that we normally fill on the marathon day, Sunday 17th of January 2010. This event is a qualifier for the World Single Horse Championships to be held in Italy later next year. Equestrian Australia have arranged for several international judges to judge at the event. All communications will be on 2 metres simplex. If you would like to assist, contact the Canberra Regional Amateur Radio Club Committee. VK2 Commonwealth Government Volunteer Grant 2009 to the Sutherland Amateur Radio Club. Advice has been received from the Commonwealth Government that Sutherland Amateur Radio Club has received a grant on the Volunteer Grants 2009 scheme. The amount and details are yet to be received by mail. It is good to know that the Commonwealth Government recognises the value of amateur radio to the community and emergency communications. VK4, International Rally of Queensland, Operators. Here's some good news for hams in the Brisbane area, where this newscast has not heard of any Wyson activity in the district in many, many a year. Summerland Club in VK2 are reporting that the Brisbane Wyson Group is seeking operators to assist this rally event July-August next year. If you are interested, contact Gary Bonner, VK4 Zulu Golf Bravo, the email address on the text edition. VK5 Sunday 17th of January sees the Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Club picnic being held at Bridgewater Lions Park. This is a luncheon, but bring a salad or dessert to share, along with drinks, chairs, etc. Meet and bed provided. RSVP for numbers to Barry on 8339-5683 or the email address on the text edition. VK6 Radio keeps mine assets on track. Black Box Control and RF Innovations have developed a system allowing vehicle tracking and telemetry in remote areas. The system has been installed on 16 haul trucks at the Iron Ore Mine site in Western Australia. Each truck has a Black Box in-vehicle recorder monitoring unit and an RF Innovations radio modem. The recorder provides the source data required to understand its location, process the telemetry data and manages the communications link. VHF data radios are used for the communications link back to its central location. The software allows the data from the central site to be examined from anywhere in the world through an internet site. Features such as automatic recovery requests, forward error correction ensure total data reliability and make the radio suitable for use in an RF noisy environment such as a mine site. VK9. Finally as we go around VK, don't forget Willis Island is back on the air. David VK9 Whiskey Bravo Mike on for the next six months. QSL via Dale VK4 Delta Mike Charlie. That's all from Hounds Across Australia. I'm Alan, VK1 Whiskey X-Ray. From the WIA News Hub in Melbourne and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. 
Do you know someone who's been itching to get into the hobby of amateur radio but hasn't been able to find the time? Well, the good news is that help is on its way. For the second year in a row, Melbourne's Eastern and Mountain District Radio Club is running its special Christmas Foundation training course, held during the Christmas holiday break in the newly renovated EMDRC club rooms in Melbourne's eastern suburbs. Easily accessible and just a few minutes' walk from public transport, this one-day course is intended for those who would like to take advantage of those spare days between Christmas and New Year. It's being held on Tuesday the 29th of December, with assessments conducted the following morning, or at any other mutually convenient time. So if you, or someone you know, would like to get into this wonderful hobby and on the air, then simply contact myself, Robert Broomhead, VK3DN, by email vk3dn at wia.org.au, or by phoning me on 0403-066-686. Counting down to our centenary, we are the Wireless Institute of Australia, the world's oldest amateur radio society. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, and the worldwide sources of the WIA. Belgian amateurs allowed 69.95 MHz. Belgian full-licence amateurs are now allowed to operate on 69.950 MHz on a secondary basis with 10 watts EIRP and a maximum bandwidth of 10 kHz. IARU committee paper available to view. The interim meeting of the IARU Region 1 HF committee and the VHF, UHF and Microwave committee will take place over the period 19th to the 21st of February 2010 in Vienna, Austria. The IARU Region 1 website now has the full set of both HF and VHF stroke microwave papers for the meeting from the various national societies, including the RSGB. Check out www.iaru-r1.org for details. Date set for start of National Amateur Radio Centre construction. The RSGB General Manager Peter, G0TWW, has announced the start date for the building work at the new National Amateur Radio Centre. The work will commence at Bletchley Park on 11th of January 2010. Subject to favourable progress, the work is expected to finish in June 2010. IRC's important information. Please be aware that the batch of IRCs that have been used for the last few years will no longer be valid at the post office. 31st of December 2009 is the deadline for the current style, but it's best to stop using the ASAP to allow transit time. The new one has the expiry date of the 31st of December 2013, just above the UPU logo at your right-hand side. 100 years since Braun and Marconi's Nobel Prize. With this story, it's to the UK and Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. On the 10th of December 1909, both Braun and Marconi were given the Nobel Prize for Physics for their efforts in wireless communication. Long-wave transmitter DDH-47 of National Weather Service at Pinneberg in Germany will conduct a special broadcast from the 9th of December 2300 UTC until the 10th of December 0100 UTC on 147.3 kHz using 20 kilowatts. Special slow Morse code transmissions will take place 
at the former silence periods of the Maritime Radio Service, 15 to 18 past each hour and 45 to 48 minutes past each hour. Using QRS3, which is one dot in three seconds, the names of famous wireless pioneers will be transmitted. Reception reports from distant places are welcome. Amateurs may contact DL0PFB on the HF amateur bands. For further information, check www.mmqtc-award.org. Once again, Santa's own amateur radio station OH9SCL will be active from Santa Claus Land in the Arctic Circle during the month of December. Activity will be 160 to 10 metres using CWSSB in the digital modes. Among Santa's helpers will be the operators RIMO, OH3BHL, Erki, OH9KL, Kimmo, OH9MDV, Yuha, OH9MM and ARO, OH9RJ. The QSL information is on qrz.com under OH9SCL. Special Santa Claus Land Award is available if you're good. Made in Australia may be the label on the next piece of ham gear you buy. This, as a company down under called Genesis Radio, announces it will be producing a new multi-band low-power software-defined radio transceiver kit to be available worldwide. The Genesis G59 transceiver will cover the amateur bands from 1.8 to 54 megahertz and produce up to 10 watts output when coupled with the GPA-10 amplifier. A version with extended band coverage, the G59D, that covers the increasingly popular pan-European 70 MHz band, should be available sometime next year as well. More information on this new Australian ham radio transceiver kit available at www.genesisradio.com.au. In DX, word that Willis Island's back on the air, David Burton reports that he's been assigned to the Bureau of Meteorology Station on Willis for the next six months. He'll be operating with the call sign VK9WBM. His station consists of an ICOM IC718 and an Alinko DX70. He'll be activating the HF bands and six meters using a two-element quad. QSL via VK4DMC. Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline and the RSGB. The MP3s you can find on the web at the link on www.rsgb.org. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, and you're tuned to VK1WIA. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Operational News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. Special Events and On-Air Contest Column, Dateline 2009. Active as TC2IYK during the weekend of 12-13 December 2009 from East Bull Sailing Club for the International Naval Contest 2009. During the contest, operation will be on the SSB part of the HF bands, but expect PSK-31 activity also. The station will be on APRS as well. There will be a special QSL card for the contest. QSL cards can be sent via the TA Bureau. Dateline 2010 Straight Key Night on Oscar 2010 MSAT is inviting HEMS worldwide to participate in Straight Key Night on Oscar 2010. Taking part in this event is both fun and quite easy. 
Just operate CW through ENIOSC satellite between 0000 hours and 2400 hours UTC on January 1, 2010, using a straight-hand key. There are no other rules, no scoring and no need to send in a log. In keeping with the friendly nature of this event, all participants are encouraged to nominate someone they worked for best fist of those you worked. Please send your nomination to w2rs at amsat.org. A list of those nominated will appear in the AMSAT News Service and will also be published in the AMSAT Journal. 2010 Jock White Memorial Field Day Contest Saturday the 27th of February 2010 and Sunday the 28th of February 2010 Updated contest rules and other operating information will be available from the NZART website. 2010 RSGB Commonwealth Contest BEIU 13 and 14 March 2010 1000 hours UTC Saturday until 1000 hours UTC Sunday. All bands, CW only. Considered to be one of the more gentlemanly contests that has been in existence since the mid 1930s. Apart from the individual performances, there is a team event based on individual nations' participation. No word in yet from our contest director of any WIA involvement next year. March 21 and 22, John Moyle Field Day. Dennis Johnson, VK4AE, reminds national WIA listeners and readers the National Field Day for all bands, HF, VHF, UHF and above. Emphasising portable operation is only a few months away. Special event calls, Beacon, DX and NetAdvice. VK8 have a new QSL manager. Craig Edwards, VK8, PDX. VK8 PDX's details are now updated on the WIA website. EA1BT will be active from Martinique Island between the 8th and the 15th of December as TO1BT. He will be active on HF bands. QSL via his home call. Lee DS4NMJ will be active from the Korean Antarctic base on King George Island, South Shetland Islands, which is IOTA reference AN010, until 31st January 2011 as DT8A. He will be active on all bands, mainly CW, but also some SSB and RITI. Mark AA1AC is signing VP9 stroke home call from Bermuda until 12th December. He will be active on the HF bands, QSL Direct or Bureau. XE3RR, XE3PP, XE2WK and XE3N will be active from Isla El Cerrito, which is IOTA reference NA153 between the 10th and the 14th of December as XF3RR. 30,000 plus hams have entered more than 250 million QSOs into Logbook of the World, LOTW, the ARRL's online logging program. At this time last year, 23,000 hams had made just more than 192 million QSOs, marking an upswing in both users and QSOs of about 24%. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Enningham. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV, HS1A Video. The King of Thailand, HS1A is 82, and a video showing him with amateur radio and other radio communications has been added to YouTube. Also on YouTube are historic videos showing the TV coverage of amateur radio operations during Hurricane Diana a quarter of a century ago in the USA. The videos were recorded on the 11th of September 1984. 
BK3RTV Digital Amateur Television Update. The digitisation of Melbourne amateur television repeater VK3RTV is continuing to attract international attention with the latest being an article in the Tech Talk Bulletin of the Orange County Radio Club near Los Angeles. That article also reports that there is only one amateur digital TV repeater in the United States. European and USA ham TV enthusiasts have been keen to learn more about VK3RTV and that has kept the repeater custodian Peter Cousins VK3BFG busy responding to emails. The concept of VK3RTV having both analogue and digital inputs is lauded by correspondents overseas as a way of migration to digital that does not exclude those with analogue transmitters. Peter VK3BFG has submitted an illustrated technical article for publication in the WIA journal Amateur Radio Magazine. The arrival of digital amateur television has stimulated interest in the Greater Melbourne and Geelong area. There are 17 stations with transmit capability and many more with digital set-top boxes and the like enabling them to tune. While transmissions on 446.5 MHz can occur at any time, they are more likely after 7pm. Transmission material varies from such programs as popular amateur logic series to ham videos. Jack Brabham VK3 Triple W particularly has a range of tapes and depict amateur activities. Another program source is NASA, tapes which cover much of the technicalities associated with various space missions that are interesting and educational. Peter VK3 BFG has just received a DVD from the US with a comprehensive presentation on the dangers of associated with high RF fields. The recent ARIS contact at the Sherbrooke Community College went to air, and two video editions of the VK1WIA broadcast have also been shown on VK3RTV. Worldwide Special Interest Group's internet, the HAMS domain. Google has launched real-time search to give users access up to the second information. The search giant said it will draw real-time data from over a billion pages on the web. This new feature will also include updates from Twitter and the social networks of MySpace and Facebook. Information is being created at a pace I have never seen before and in this environment seconds matter, said Google fellow Amit Singhal. At an event staged at the Computer History Museum in California, the search giant said it was the first time ever that a search engine has integrated real-time web into its results page. The search giant also unveiled Google Goggles, a new visual search feature that lets consumers use a picture instead of keywords as the search query. The tool compares the image the users have taken with Google's database to return relevant information. Well, what will they think of next? The mind boggles. I mean, goggles. Worldwide special interest groups, Rescue Radio, CCARC, starts the horses at a gallop. Wyson Tasmania South was joined by the Cradle Coast Amateur Radio Club to provide communications and checkpoints for the 2009 Tasmanian Equian Endurance Championship rides held at Sassafras. Now this was the CCARC's introduction to endurance riding and they certainly were thrown in at the deep end quite literally. Though the rides are intended to test the endurance of horses and riders, communications personnel were also under pressure and almost underwater. The 160km ride started at midnight on Friday night and the 93km ride at 0500 hours.
A midday Friday rendezvous at the site led to the base setup, then locating the checkpoints and system testing. In theory, that gave a few hours to catch a nap before the start of operations, but the mosquitoes had other ideas, so napping was quite minimal. And, just to make it even more interesting, the mother of all storms hit during the night, with heavy downpours, thunder and lightning, and at one stage the base operators had two radios at full audio and still could not hear the messages coming in. Base was set up in a new portable carport which stood up to the test, but unfortunately the base location was allocated rather than selected at the bottom of a slope next to a creek and the water found a course through the tent, and even a local frog decided that the base tent was a great place to be. Fortunately, all the 240 volt stuff was at the high side and stayed dry. Rearranging the floor sheet edges and half an hour of mopping had things above the water level again. Weissen South passes its thanks to the CCARC guys in Agal who did a wonderful job. Hopefully they will now be able to look after rides in their neck of the woods in the future. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Well, as we say, that takes us to the end of WIA National News for week commencing December 13, 2009. If you'd like something broadcast in WIA National News, write it out exactly as you would expect to hear it and email it to us, nationalnews at wia.org.au, or better still, have a look on that wia.org.au website, find out how to submit audio, and send us the audio along with the script. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates, We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.